Decisions will be made. We're everywhere. Join us. Hell no. And rivalries will be flambéed. Welcome to the most important competition in the history of television. Yep, this is where my career is now. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Tuesday, August 2nd. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. The star of Girls could have been riding in cars with boys if she hadn't screwed her audition. Actress and filmmaker Lena Dunham appeared on SiriusXM's The Jess Cagle Show to dish about her new movie, Sharp Stick. At one point, the conversation turned to Dunham's favorite movie, A League of Their Own, and Cagle asked if she ever met anyone who was involved with the film. Here's her memory of the movie's director, Penny Marshall. When I was 12, I met Penny Marshall in a failed audition for her film, Riding in Cars with Boys. And that was very big. Wait, what? Yeah. How is so wait, how were you treated during the audition? I was treated actually really well. There was no cruelty. The only thing I'll say is I understand why I didn't get the role, because she asked all of the young actors to say our name, our height, where we were from and smile. And I said, I'm Lena, I'm from New York, and I don't smile on command. And Penny Marshall said, it's called acting, honey. <laughs> oh, you and Penny Marshall just getting off on the wrong foot. I you mean, just got right I mean, into it. The thing is, it's like she was right. Like, would you hire an actor who was like, I'm sorry, I can't smile. I was going to say, I only know your side of that story. And I'm like, I'm with Penny on this one. I know I'm with the thing is I'm with Penny on this one. And I remember going home and knowing that I had screwed the pooch, so to speak. And my mother says that I lay in bed and for, and for like a week moaned, my career is over (laughs) at 12. And I only ever had one audition and that was it. Well, obviously her career wasn't actually over since she went on to create and star in the HBO hit girls and has continued writing, acting and directing since then, you can check out more from that interview, by the way, at EW.com. Amazon has announced the first casting updates for The Boys Season 4, and the news confirms a big plot point in this next phase of the Emmy-nominated R-rated satire. After the climactic events of the Season 3 finale, Cameron Crevetti has now been promoted to series regular and will be taking a more prominent role in Season 4 as the young Ryan, the soup son of Anthony Starr's Homelander and the late Becca Butcher, played by Chantel Van Santen. Two new soups will also be joining the fray next season. Valerie Curry will be playing a character named Firecracker, and Susan Hayward will be playing Sister Sage. Taylor Armstrong, one of the original stars of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, is becoming the first star of the venerable reality TV franchise to switch locations. Bravo announced on Monday that Armstrong will be joining season 17 of The Real Housewives of Orange County. After her starring role in the first three seasons of Beverly Hills, Armstrong appeared in a guest role on seasons four through six and more recently appeared on season two of the Peacock exclusive spinoff series, The Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. Now she's coming to the O.C. The Flash is speeding to an end. The upcoming ninth season will be the last for the CW superhero drama starring Grant Gustin as the Scarlet Speedster. The final season will also be shortened, consisting of only 13 episodes. 
The Flash season nine begins filming next month and is currently slated to air in 2023. And the First Lady has officially left office. Showtime is not moving ahead with a second season of the anthology series, the first and now only season of which chronicled the lives of famous former First Ladies Michelle Obama, played by Viola Davis, Betty Ford, played by Michelle Pfeiffer, and Eleanor Roosevelt, played by Gillian Anderson. For more on all of these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Tom Swift's adventure is about to end. Our number three pick is tonight's series finale, but don't expect to get any satisfying conclusion to the Nancy Drew spinoff starring Tian Richards as the black gay billionaire playboy genius. The network canceled the series after only airing five episodes of the first season, and this is the last episode that was shot before that bad news rolled in. All season long, Tom Swift has been searching for his father, who mysteriously disappeared, battling a shadow organization every step of the way. And the series finale puts a ticking clock on his rescue mission, as there are now only hours left before Tom can launch a drone to save him from outer space. The journey will ultimately force Tom to confront his emotional trauma, as well as bring about a revelation that will change his life forever. Listen to this preview of the episode. You think you're smarter than me. Now you see what will become of the world if you don't join me. We're everywhere. Join us. Hell no. I'm Tom Swift. Well, will Tom be able to save his father? And if he does, will their reunion be joyful or awkward after everything Tom's learned about his father and his absence? With just this episode remaining, hopefully fans aren't left with too massive of a cliffhanger. Because let's be honest, they've been through enough heartbreak after the Swift cancellation. You can watch the Tom Swift series finale tonight at 9 p.m. on The CW. It's trivia time. Joel McHale will be hosting the new show Celebrity Beef on E!, which we'll get to in just a minute. Now, he is no stranger to hosting gigs, specifically on the E! Network. So, which comedy variety show did McHale host for more than a decade? Was it The Soup, Talk Soup, or Tosh.0? Stick around for the answer. Some dark secrets lurk beyond the surface of our next pick, the series debut of The Hillside Strangler, Devil in Disguise. The new docuseries from Peacock recounts the horrific murders that took place in the hillsides of East Los Angeles in the 1970s. Cousins Kenneth Bianchi and Angelo Buono confessed to the stranglings, but Kenneth claimed he had a split personality and his alter ego was the one committing the crimes. Now, tapes from Bianchi's psychological analysis, plus exclusive interviews with his former girlfriend and a woman he coerced into helping him create an alibi, are featured in the four-part series. Here's a preview. In Los Angeles, somebody or a team has been murdering girls. Lots of them. Everybody was really on edge and worried. They could be next. Kenneth Bianchi is a suspect in several of the Los Angeles hillside strangler murders. Scary things were happening inside of me. He was claiming a split personality. He 
keep saying I killed those girls. I didn't. Tied him up, killed one, killed the other. If he had multiple personalities, why didn't I ever see one? He hatched this plan. I was going to replicate a murder, and I did it to make it look like he was innocent. And if Bianchi was a liar, he was trying to save himself. There was never any doubt in my mind that it was at least two suspects. I wonder where the other guy is. How do we know this? What you doing when you just come back out to take my word for it? So what new secrets will be uncovered? Tune in to the premiere of The Hillside Strangler, Devil in Disguise to find out. All episodes are streaming now on Peacock. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Our number one pick is coming up. What to Watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Entrepreneur Ben Hundreds has created a streetwear brand and a food festival. And now he's traveling across the country to visit restaurants that take the look of their food and their space as seriously as they do the taste on his new show, Big Appetite, which begins streaming tonight at 7 on Taste Made. Now, when he's not consuming all things food, we wondered, what you watching? And his culinary answer was no surprise. Have a listen. My favorite show that I'm watching right now is The Bear. And honestly, it's just, it's absolutely amazing. I'm a, I'm a food guy, I'm a restaurant guy, um, and I love how it is, seen, it, how it seems so real, it feels so real. The actors in it are great. Um, I just, I really feel like I'm a part of the kitchen and I feel the stress and the energy and the ups and the downs and the highs and the lows uh, from this show. Um, you know, a, a, a friend of mine created the show, made the show. Some other friends consulted on it. Um, I think they really did a good job. And I think that it might be the best restaurant show that I've ever seen. Um, so if you have time, you should definitely watch The Bear. Speaking of culinary shows, get ready to squash some serious beef, edible and not. Our number one pick is the series debut of Celebrity Beef. The new e-cooking competition show pits celebrities head-to-head that are in the midst of an argument or tryst. They will compete in a cooking challenge with lots of comedic obstacles in the way. Some of the competing celebrities include Cheryl Hines, Nick Vile, Justin Baldoni, and more. Plus, E-veteran Joel McHale goes back to his roots as host. Here's a preview. 
Here we go. Welcome to the most important competition in the history of television. Yep, this is where my career is now. Where celebrities settle their beefs Woo! in a head-to-head -head cook off. We're about to fight today. Oh, stop, he's stop. Doing stop. Wow. This is why nobody likes you. You just seem a little unstable to me. We are both amazed at how good I'm doing. And even more stunning than that, he gave me another show to host. <gasps> Come for the beef. It has to end today. Stay for the food. My balls are small, but they are mighty. Gosh, I love wieners. And tolerate the host. I have a real problem with volume and boundaries. I've never liked you. You thought I was Jason Sudeikis, right? I don't think anyone knows why they're here, especially me. We've got chaos. No, no. Oh my god. Anarchy. This is plating? Explain this to me, Joel. And humiliation. Try to make cupcakes while handcuffed. The cornerstone of all E shows. Jeff, keep that horse between your legs. These are the rules that I'm making up as I go along. Is this ever going to end? Nope. Oh gosh. This is celebrity beef. Celebrities seared to perfection. This is so much better than the Kevin Hart show. Well, rivalries will be settled or possibly heightened. You never know what can happen when those knives come out. Catch the searing series debut of Celebrity Beef tonight at 10 on E. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Which E! comedy variety show did Joel McHale host for over a decade? Was it The Soup, Talk Soup, or Tosh.0? Well, get out yourself a big old bowl and spoon. The answer is The Soup. McHale hosted almost 400 episodes of the series in front of a green screen, showcasing the most hilarious and hard-to-believe segments from that week in television. The Soup was a revamped version of the 1991 e-show Talk Soup that had a very similar format and was hosted by a variety of people over the years, Greg Kinnear, John Henson, Hal Sparks, and Aisha Tyler. That is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Executive Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shep and Sydney Buxbaum, edited by Lauren Klein, produced by Ashley Boucher, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson. What to Watch.